0: Cheers to you. Carol Payson, Woo! Max Cook. Woo! Woo! I'm Lorenzo Scott. Hi Max, how are you? How's it going?
1: It's going all right. I want to I start off by uh, uh, airing a grievance. Yeah. So, I saw Blair Witch, which is the... I thought it was a sequel to Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project, a film I am deeply fond of. Listen, pumpkin spice is in the air, Here comes Halloween, here comes Halloween. Now is the time. I want to see the top-tier horror films. I want to go back in time to... to, uh, The Blair Witch Project, I think, is one of the scariest films ever made. Agreed. And I'll tell you why. I don't. We'll get to you in a second. And I'll tell you why. First of all, what's happening out in the woods?
0: Well, Blair Witch was basically sort of this lo-fi indie film that no one really knew wasn't a documentary, it wasn't a film. When right. it first came out, people thought it was real. Right. That was so Tappet's scary its brilliance
1: it. was the marketing.
0: Exactly. And now everyone knows it's just a film right. and it wasn't real. Right. And now all the subsequent films are going to be just, you know, like any normal movie. Yeah. You know, they, they winked at you and, and told you it
1: wasn't real. So right.
0: that whole illusion is gone.
1: Right. And also the fact that I think for the first film, The Blair Witch Project, the power of that film is... It depends on how fucked up you are in your imagination that you are creating the witch that is out in the woods. Right. She's out there. You're hearing babies cry. You're hearing leaves crunching. You're hearing trees falling. And you're shitting your pants depending on how you have manufactured this fear in your head. And it's 3 a.m. and it's freezing and these kids are terrified and they're shitting their pants. None of those powers, none of those powers show up in this new film. It was a catastrophic letdown. Well, you have
0: to buy that premise that yeah. the whole thing is real. And now that you've said that, I'm not going to
1: see it. Dude, don't waste your time. I was, I was hurt. I was hurt. I, I felt like someone just took a razor blade and just sliced open my throat and threw salt on it. I feel like filmmakers who I respect. I respect. I, I love the guy who directed this film. Adam Wingard is, is, is a really great filmmaker. He gave us a beautiful film called The Guest, which is currently on Netflix. He gave us uh, your Next. I thought this is going to be a guy to give us a new Blair Witch film, and it's right. a sequel. Right. And also, you didn't know it was a Blair Witch film until uh, San, Diego, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh-huh. You thought there was a documentary called The Woods about the making of the Blair Witch, right. so they kept the whole production under wraps. Right. And now... They've given us this thing, and it's the exact same film as the first one, only you don't care about the characters, you have no emotional investment, and you're not scared for a second.
0: So he's turned into M. Night Shyamalan, ah! where he had one great film, ah! and he's hanging his hat on that, and he basically just makes the same film over
1: and over. Why do they do and these things? And and it's no one... so cynical. It's a horror film for millennials, and I don't like millennials. They're useless. <sighs> anyway, that's a grievance I wanted to air.
0: Who do we have here, Max? Oh, we, we, my we, God. My we, mom's in
1: town. What? This is Carol Payson. Carol Payson.
2: Um, hello, all. Our,
0: our first guest on the magazine
2: podcast.
0: You're our first guest ever.
2: I'm honored. She's
0: something else. I you mean... look honored.
2: Well, I was, <laughs> actually, I was bamboozled into this. Ah, that's the way we I get our I had no guests. fucking idea.
0: Yeah. No, you can't say
1: fucking.
2: Okay. Yes. And, um, yes. We we encourage. My opinion of Blair Witch.
1: The Blair Witch Project.
2: Yeah. Yeah. First time.
1: Yeah.
2: First time I saw it, knew it was fake, and it was <laughs> totally.
1: You don't like horror films. Boring. Is that you snoring? Because you're yeah. falling asleep. Yeah. The Blair Witch
2: totally boring.
1: Well, you're so. wrong. Her opinion's wrong. She has no well, credibility she, when it comes to horror films. She has an, an opinion. opinion. my opinion. She's not allowed to have that opinion.
2: Of course and she and is. I not even it's know there
1: was a... completely incorrect.
0: And by right? the way, you can say fucking.
2: Oh, <laughs> we, we, and I didn't even know there was a sequel, so... It's fake, too, by the way, you She can have an opinion. Max, it's fake.
0: <laughs> she's still having a hard time. For, forget that she's your mom. In here, she's our guest.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. You know, it's funny. Can we start with that? Like, okay, so my mom is amazing... She's really, really cuckoo, but what mom isn't? She's very creative and funny and hilarious. And, uh, you know, she's a wife. She's a grandma. She's a mom, not just to me, but to my sister, Ashley. And she lives in Kansas. And you were born in Kansas. That's right. So it's like you were born in Kansas and you came full circle round back to Kansas. And we're going to get that, but we're going to kind of go through the trajectory of your life. Yikes. I okay. think that would be very interesting. Don't you?
0: I think it'd be great. I think you need some more wine. Okay. Hold on.
1: I'm going to take a sip. Yeah. This Plus, is, you know... It's going to be big. This isn't like Oedipal or uh, Tony Perkinsy of me, but, you know, my mom is pretty attractive for her age. I mean, she's... What, Beautiful. She's
2: 67? Gorgeous. I'll be 67 soon. Wow. Yeah,
1: and she has a 46-year-old fat ass for a son, but, yeah. you know, I mean, she's... I mean at least her daughter is very, very beautiful. gorgeous. I got all the cook jeans. That's her <laughs> that's her first husband's side of the family, so.
2: I think you got my bud though.
1: Wow. I, I did. Wow. <laughs> I think Well you that's did. a good thing. Uh, I guess so. Kind of, I mean, have you been of, checking out my hands? Wow.
2: it looked good yesterday in those camouflage wow. <laughs> pants.
1: Wow. <laughs> you have a sixty seven year old butt? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: that's awesome. All right, so you were born in Kansas. Right. And then you had a mom.
2: Well, most people do if I was born.
1: (laughs) And then you had two little brothers. Yes. And one of them turns out to be an acid casualty, and the other one still lives uh, in your area in Kansas now. Right. So, why are you back in Kansas after all those years? What happened? Oh,
2: yikes. Okay. Why did I get back? Okay, here's the deal. For you, Mr. Max, we lived in Michigan. Right. And you from the time you were two i had a mirror behind the door of his bedroom and he had a box of hats Mm -hmm. and every time you put a hat on he was a different character and this went on forever and i had an opportunity to move to la from michigan Mm -hmm. and i said okay we got to do it because this kid's insane he's amazing he's he needs to be in los angeles and at
0: two
1: years old, you knew this. I knew this. He was gonna be something. I love how every time she tells this story, I got younger and younger and now That's I'm down right. to two. Yeah.
2: Two is when you started doing that. When you were
1: a zygote it c- and, you were and it never half- stopped.
2: So when he's like about what, eight, I guess it was. We had an opportunity to move to LA, so I did. Now I know nobody in Los Angeles. I'm not a stage mom, I don't do any of that. But I wanted him to have the chance, if whatever. <laughs>
1: I, I was like, by the time we got to L.A., I was, what, seven
2: or eight? Eight. Yeah. I think about eight. And so we got out to L.A., and actually, he, I started taking him on aud- auditions. And I'm a nurse, so in between my jobs, I would be taking him to auditions.
1: Yeah, Jaws for the Revenge. <laughs> I read for that. Mom drove me to that.
2: So um, he did get this one play when he was about eight years Home old. Home
1: Life of a Buffalo.
2: Thank you. And <laughs> fill in, because I, I'm kind of, I forget something. I think I'm doing it. There I you think are. you are. And um, so every Saturday morning, it was
1: with Don Sherman's Schwab Players of Hollywood, and Don Sherman played the bartender in all of the early Rocky films. That oh. was his claim to fame. That's I right, see. and we're uh. total
2: Rocky fans. So yeah, right. So anyway, every Saturday morning, I would have to take him to the rehearsals for this thing all weekend, and then it ran for like a couple months or something.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a big deal. It Plus, was. you drove me to the conservatory on Saturdays for rehearsal, right. which was cruising down Sunset Boulevard and what happened then
2: well it's early in the morning and we're going down the street and there's these women hanging <laughs> on these poles all the way down the street I think mom and they're like in you know miniskirts fishnets and platforms fishnets whatever and giant goes, hair mom what are those women doing I said well honey those are hookers hookers what's a, what's a hooker I said well they pay men pay them for sex <laughs> What's sex? Well, we'll talk about that I one later. I wasn't that stupid.
1: I was probably yeah. beaten up by the time I was eight.
2: Probably, oh, but wow. anyway, I had to play naive anyway because I didn't want to know.
1: Mom? Mom? Where? where does the penis go on a woman? <laughs> so, Can it go in her poopy hole too? So our
2: big game was every Saturday morning we would count how many hookers were still out there in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And we would keep a tally of how many hookers. Anyway, that was his first thing that he started doing.
1: Yes, so it was a tremendous education for me back then. Well, and, she, and she was kind of a stage mom in many ways.
0: So you, you were a nurse, left nursing in Kansas to be a stage mom in Los no, Angeles.
2: No, 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 I worked as a nurse for 35 years, but I always got jobs where I was flexible, like working in places like, oh, God, Head Start, which mm-hmm. is on a school year. So What is what, Head Start? Head Start is a program for minority children four years old mm-hmm. who will be given a head start in life. They have like a school that they go to a preschool and I was the nursing supervisor for the LA County. So I would do all their health care and make sure their dentals were good and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But they worked on a school year. So when he was off, when I was off during the summer, mm-hmm. I was off with him vacations off. So on those during times is when I really would, you know, do a bunch of stuff with right. him. And then, because I traveled around, I could, like, sneak out and take him to an audition or whatever. So, you know, I always had a job where I could be really flexible with him. But that and, was
0: great of you to care enough and honor his
1: uh, budding talents to do so.
2: Well... it's that, a lot of work. That's what, it's so funny. I that's give, what moms
1: do. I give her a lot of shit, but the truth is, like, this woman has had a really rough life up until... She finally got to LA and got out of situations, but like she didn't deserve to have, you know, her, like the love of her life. My father, Brian, was a police officer, and he died before I was born. Mom's pregnant with me, he's a cop. He gets into this weird car accident out on a country road, crashes into a telephone pole tree. We still don't know the full story of the no, death. No, we don't. It's very bizarre. Was
0: he in his police car? No, no. he was. He was just driving off duty. What was that and story, and Mom? Like quickly, it. you can
1: tell it.
2: Okay, really quick. Here it is. I'm eight months pregnant. Brian's a cop in Lansing, Michigan.
1: Young, beautiful couple, so attractive. Twenty-two years old. All the hopes and
2: dreams ahead of them. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I'm like eight months pregnant, and. He's working all day, but that, that was back in the 70s. So we lived in Lansing, Michigan, which is Michigan State was there. And so it was time of all the riots. All these people were, um, you know, rallying against Vietnam and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So he was a um, riot patrol guy. And also he was on what the drill, what they call the drill team, which is when, I don't know if you ever see cops that are in these masks and they have like their bar and they hold crowds back. A baton,
1: yeah. So mm-hmm. he
2: was like doing that. Crowd so control is
1: a stressful job. And he was
2: working, like, all the time. So um, he was working, and um, he had a day off. So the day off, my dad says, why don't you come to the country club? We'll play some pool, cards, blah, blah. He didn't want to leave me because I was eight months pregnant. I go, no, you've been working so hard. Go, go, go. Okay. So about 1 o'clock, he says, I'm on my way home, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I go, okay, great, whatever. I go back to sleep, kind of. So I'm laying there, and I'm going, look at the clock, and it's like 3 o'clock, and I'm like, wow. So I call my mom, and I said, Mom, is Dad home? And she says, no, he's not home yet. And I said, oh, they're still, they're still playing. Mm-hmm. Although I hadn't heard from him for a couple of hours, which was weird because I was eight months pregnant. Long, would,
1: 1970, long before cell phones. Right, yeah, right. I mean, you know, that kind of thing. These are the hard lines ringing, yeah.
2: So anyway, hours go by. Now it's 6 a.m. I fell asleep, and I woke up at 6 a.m., No, no Brian, and I'm like... So I decided to call the police station because sometimes he went in early and he was also going to school to be a detective. He was also getting ready to go undercover to be DEA wow. at the time. So so he was this really ambitious guy. Oh yeah. So anyway, so I call dispatch and I knew all the guys then. I said, look, you know, Brian, did he come into work early? The dispatcher in his stupidness goes, oh yeah, he came in trying to cover up for Brian, oh. which was really stupid. Meanwhile, the police guys are all trying to figure out where he is. Right. So I go, oh, okay, well, just tell him I called. 8 a.m., in walks the police chief of Lansing, Michigan, my dad, my doctor, my mother-in-law, his mom, my mom. Everybody walks in at 8 a.m. going, he died. He was in a car crash. And literally, I didn't believe it. I just i didn't believe it for probably a couple of months i mean it was crazy it's coming out of the blue right but the thing was they thought here's what they thought happened he did was coming home at 1 Mm a.m and he was coming down a street where there was a flower shop and in the flower shop the woman who owned it her name was marcy merningham and she was the daughter of the um, uh, mayor of lansing michigan so she was a big deal right and she had a flower shop and of course in flower shops they go and get all the flowers really early in the morning which he had to pass her flower shop and they went to school together Marcy was kidnapped at the back about the same time and what we think happened was Brian was on his way home in his car he saw Marcy being abducted probably in the back of the car he sees her he starts chasing the abductor's car Yeah. They're right out of the city for whatever reason, probably because he was going high speeds, he hit a tree, lost lost control, control, hit a tree, and was killed instantly. What they found was, and I know Brian, was that his gun, concealed weapon at the time, was always locked in his holster, no one ever knew. But it was unlocked and the gun was off. So we think he had unlocked his gun, Mm -hmm. put it on his seat, was chasing these guys because he knew Marcy. She's probably in the back seat yelling for help or whatever. So two weeks later, Marcy was found in a ravine, dead, two blocks from where Brian was killed. Wow. So they thought there was a connection there, which that would be the only reasonable connection of why he was even out there. It
0: makes logical sense, but you know, you'll but he never was off, know. But
2: never, it was off duty. It he was, was all off duty, duty.
0: yeah.
2: Uh, her killer was never found. So, um, actually, there was a show called Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Like 10 years later or whatever, 15 years, they actually wanted to do a show because it was an Unsolved mystery. It
1: sounds like a show.
2: And they really did the research but couldn't find anything I about never it. knew
1: that. never heard that story before in my life. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. And, but they couldn't find any, anything. That's... And he was actually the first cop to ever die in the police force in Lansing, Michigan. Wow. So, that was really sad. Yeah.
0: Oh, so anyway, are there plaques to honor him or any kind of honoring uh, I, of Brian n- Cook? I don't know. No one gave a shit. One,
2: I mean, <laughs> oh. once I left Michigan, I mean, I never, I never went. Yeah, I mean,
1: you have to move on. I, but it's incredibly exactly. sad. We yeah. have, yeah, we have these sixteen millimeter films of mm-hmm. the wake and there's mom all in. Bl- it's perfect for me. It's like it's such great lore because when I tell people, they don't believe it, and right. then I show them, and they're like, "You're right. She's all in black." sitting in the backyard surrounded by her girlfriends with
2: a pregnant belly.
1: Yeah. And I always had... It's like a Sopranos episode. Completely. And I always had this crazy fantasy because I was born on August 8th, 1970. Well, the Tate-LaBianca murders happened over that weekend. Oh. Well, the Tate-LaBianca murders happened over that weekend. And I thought, wow, what if Sharon's unborn baby, the spirit of it, soared across the United States and landed in my mom's womb. Because they died on August 8th into August 9th, 1969. Maybe
0: you have that baby's
1: ass. Uh, Yes. (laughs) And I would go around telling people these things and then I, I, I stopped for a while, because I'm obsessed with the Manson case. I know. But, um, I mean, think about that, what mom went through. It's unbelievable. Then she has to deal with me all right. on her own. Well, I
0: can see where you can make a mental switch, where you can, it's so surreal and so sad that you're, you're, to survive, you put all of your energy into your baby.
2: Oh, absolutely. You but know? not only that, I, was gonna, I wanted to be an interior designer. Oh. And I was actually, and I love animals. Was, and I was that actually, before
0: the 35 years as a nurse? I mean, yes. It? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. But, you know, interior design is kind of like not a secure position. Yeah. So here I am. I'm going, I oh mean, my you could have been a
0: drummer in a rock band. I mean,
2: I could have yeah. yeah, made that's it really m- big, much
0: more. secure, Right.
2: So I'm thinking, oh, my God, I got this little baby and everything. I got to do something where I know I would have a job. And I was actually going to be a veterinarian because I was working part time for a vet. And one day this dog came in, and he was dying, and he died, and whatever. And the people came in crying, and I'm, and I'm bawling. And then I told him, I said, well, I think I'm going to be a vet. And he goes, I don't think you'd be a very good vet. <laughs> You're too emotional. Yeah. He says, but I had all the sciences, and I'm, you know, when I went back to school, and I said, well, he says, well, why don't you be a nurse? And I'm going, I can't handle animals, how am I going to handle people? But there's all different aspects of nursing that you can get into, but I felt like I needed to do something where I knew I would have a job to take care of my kid. Mm-hmm. So I became a nurse. Okay. So immediately I went to school, worked part-time, took care of him, and became an RN.
1: Right, wow. and so I'm born, I mean she's gotta be out of her mind with grief, Right. and it's the two grandmas and mom in the delivery room, and my dad's name was Brian, and he was the awesome of the cook boys, and then I had an uncle named Jeff, who was the piece of shit of the cook boys. Somehow, some way, my birth name became Jeffrey Brian Cook. I wasn't even named after my dad. I could have been Brian Jeffrey Cook. Jeffrey? Jeffrey is the single worst name ever created.
2: Okay, let me explain how that happened. (laughs) I
1: hated it my whole life.
2: So what happened? But this is what happened. You were supposed to be Michael David.
0: Michael Cook. David, that's cool. Wow, it's like a like a winery. <laughs>
2: Michael <laughs> David, not it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but in my in my state of mind, it was like I couldn't remember anything. I mean, it was just a mess. Well, you're probably
0: even even still in shock in a way. Exactly, it gets buried in and your so body. And so when
2: they came to say, well, what, what are we going to name him? Of course, my mother in law jumps in there, and they're like, well, let's name him after Brian. And I'm like, no, I can't do. I can't say that. Yeah. I, I can't say Brian. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So they said, oh, we'll, we'll do Jeffrey Bryan. I'm like, well, whatever. I regret it now. I actually do when he changed his name to Max. Max. Great.
1: Love it. <laughs> Love it. But not. But I didn't change Cook because the name is K-O-C-H. Yeah. Right. And that confuses a lot of people because they think it's Koch. But right. I had to keep my dad's
0: Or Koch. So of course. Of yeah. course. <laughs> or Koch. But oh, Max Cook okay. is a great name.
1: Yeah, right? So that worked out. Yeah.
2: Except when I was in nursing school, still having cook my professor would go carol cock here <laughs> i'm going wow oh,
0: okay well it it's, doesn't maybe that's a good segue to your porn career <laughs> you know when yeah. you're which carol was very cock. successful yes, by the way yeah carol cock is great <laughs> <laughs> so
1: now we're in michigan yeah it's the 70s and mom gets remarried to a guy who we won't name his name but let's just say he turned out to be a really horrible asshole so that takes us to california we got to get rid of him so
0: you came to California from Michigan to get rid of this guy? No.
2: He came no, no, with no, no, no. us. All right. No, no, no. Is
0: that another unsolved mystery? No, Is it's he not in a, a ditch somewhere. No, <laughs>
1: we wish
2: it's, it's not an unsolved mystery. It's just actually he was actually a school love sweetheart, whatever. But, but the, he swooped right in. Once. Yeah. Oh, he did, the day you, Brian died, even, he
0: called me. You weren't even cold. He just it, the saw day the Brian died, and everybody wow. in Lansing heard about it. He called. That's kind of
2: scummy. And he was a psych major <laughs> in Michigan State. I know and um anyway a couple months later he was trying to be my therapist because he was a psych major or whatever and you know okay great fast forward we ended up being together and we bought a farm out in michigan and we redid it we were really and both of us were really into rehabbing houses Mm -hmm. and that was in the 70s everybody's doing it now but back then they weren't you know Mm because i was in interior design i wanted to be so that was part of my passion and you're oh, trying
0: to blaze a new trail anyway Exactly, and, and I'm trying and to create... Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So um, we had some really good friends, long story short, who were moving to California to start a jewelry business. Um, 1928 is an antique jewelry reproduction business. And the guy who owns it, his brother, was starting a startup competing with him called Iberia. And so I thought, okay, this is great because I, I've been dreaming about going to California because of what he was doing. He was just such a little actor and a little, so funny and just, you know, he needed to be out there. So it was an opportunity. So we moved to California. Then we got married. I mean, we got married just before we left because I wasn't going to leave to go to California without being married.
0: Right. But it's the three of you, not just the two of you. It's
2: just the three. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the three yeah. of us okay. and our dog.
0: So he says, okay, you know, Max, I can see his, him, his actor. Oh, he, he was and totally. He was, he was totally all for
2: it. He, and, all for it. Okay. Got it. Okay. So we got out here and um, unfortunately, when you're in the business, and you're working down at the mart, down in Los Angeles, with all the people and all the models and all whatever. And we're in the jewelry business. All of a sudden, you got to go to these parties, and you have to like you know meet people. And the cocaine came in. Cocaine,
1: mm. and rock salt ice cream with the hand crank and the uh, wooden thing, and black bottom pools. So this is seventy five roughly. It's like boogie Seven, nights. It's, yeah. like, it's
2: like 78 79 Guys with firecrackers and exactly. Oh. And he started. Are hitting, you
0: Carol Cock at this? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I guess so. cook. Oh, okay.
2: No, now I'm a different name, oh, which okay. we won't say. So anyway, um, so then we get out here, and he starts... Now, I had no idea, except one thing. He was a bodybuilder, and he was taking dianabol, which is a drug to build up your muscles. Steroid. Steroid. And you have rages. And so oh. he became really great and then a rage and then really great and then a rage he, he was bipolar. an abusive cocksucker really? so then he became abusive which he was was he that.
0: on top of this also doing cocaine
2: yeah and then that oh, so be- but, I-, but I did not know oh, that till afterward all I knew was whatever anyway after he did me a couple of times and whatever oh. um, we one night we were out in Malibu we went and we were at a restaurant and Alice's pop- which is no Alice's. longer Alice's oh it's not there anymore no. oh. so Walk anyway on. Anyway, um, we were sitting at the table, and Jeff, inter- or Max, interrupted. And he went over, and he hit him in the stomach. You know how when you hit, and you, you get your breath knocked out? Yeah. Couldn't breathe. And I told him, you ever hit my kid again, I will kill you. And Max must have been what? Eight? Nine. Nine? About nine there. Yeah, be, nine be, nine he'd he'd ten. Yeah,
0: he beat me up a lot. And so at this time, you're 25? 26?
2: 20 s- nine. 29. No, 28, 27. I mean, okay. Yeah. So, um... Anyways. After all
1: she's been through, right. now she's getting the shit kicked out of her. Right. She's getting thrown down the stairs. And her son is
0: getting hit getting by this beat. cocaine-roidal freak. Is,
2: is this what we need? No. Which he was not before then. Right. So, you know, you have to understand that this is just crazy. But it's all, he got into the whole L.A. And thing. And I saw and the, him as dad. The, right.
1: I I'm, I didn't have a dad like right. your dad. Right. He ain't my dad. Because
2: he'd been with him since he was, you know, little. A baby, yeah. actually. Yeah. He
0: was the only kind of
2: male role model you had right. at and the time. And he was good until we went to California. Right.
0: Yeah, he got interrupted. Daddy,
2: corrupted. why do you hit me? Yeah. Oh, shut
0: up. But let's, add, let, let's bring back the context. The context is you come to the 70s. Everything is great. You think you're going to have a new life. Your husband gets into the L.A., Hollywood, cocaine, steroid, beautiful body, beautiful people scene. Right. And goes crazy. Right. And crazy. now you're thinking, holy shit, now I have to get rid of this guy <laughs> exactly. and re- reinvent myself again. And moved to Arkansas. <laughs>
1: Remember well, Alice doesn't live here anymore? Yeah, Martin <laughs> sure. Son. That was my mother. So by the time we get out of the Phil situation and Tom meets... or er, So by the time we get out of the Phil situation and Mom meets Tom Payson, your cousin, cousin Lorenzo, Yeah, everything changes again. But now it's Mom and I living in a bunch of really shitty... Apartments, apartments in Canoga Park. Right. And I am one of the first, one of the original. In fact, I take great pride in the fact I was one of the original latchkey kids because she's working as a nurse, you know, in a doctor's office and in a hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. And and she can't be there all the time. Right, I'm raising myself. You have to grow up fast. I'm. I you're mean, cooking for yourself. You're cleaning for yourself. You're cooking for her. How do you feed a hungry man, a man handler? I mean, I'm 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 baking my own dinners. Yeah. With an aluminum tray. Swanson. I'm and... watching uh, Three's Company and discovering my penis. Yeah. Where's my mom? It's 9 p.m.
0: Suzanne Summers. Joyce DeWitt You know. Well, okay. Was yeah, he current. was more into Joyce. At that point you realize you're, uh, you know, a heterosexual. Yes. And you see Breasts and you've realized yes. they're they're mom? two of the best things ever invented. Where is my
1: mom? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, so she's working her ass off. Yeah. Which I really I always work two jobs. Which yeah. I, you know, oh, right. I, I you know, like well, I said. Well, you're a great mom. I mean, you're trying to I, give I your give me a lot best. of shit, but you were a young woman in your 20s. You had been through so much pain, so much trauma, so much craziness, and still you're working your ass off to try to provide a roof over our head.
2: Well, actually, we lived in a, in, um, right off of Topanga Canyon in Woodland Hills. Yeah, with we We had a beautiful house. With a pool, black before bottom all pool. This wow. yeah.
0: Before the fall. Before, right. Yeah. So it is kind of boogie nights at the you know, yeah. 70s. I mean, we had a good
2: place up there. We had know? a black
0: bottom pool. In the valley. Yeah. and
1: There were parties on the weekends. Oh, my God. So you're living the life for a while.
2: But I give a shit. I, I'm getting away from him. He is not hitting my kid again. I'm out of here. I left everything. But he was stalking me. And the only way I could get out was I had a friend who worked at the doctor's office who had a van. So I had to go like at noon, go in the house, get whatever I could, get, stick in that van of him and my stuff, and leave. And I left everything.
1: And she starts seeing a guy.
0: Who Wait, delivered but,
1: to the lab. Did, okay. you,
0: did you just leave in the middle of the night? In
2: the middle of the day.
0: Middle of the day while he's at work right. at the jewelry thing. Right. And you pack up and say, Max, we're out of here.
2: Exactly. And
0: you left. Right. What I st- you-
2: well, what I was doing is I was stealing money and I was like hoarding money so yeah. I could get an apartment and get that all set.
0: Still in L.A. though?
2: Yeah. Okay. Just like, you know, from this house in, in Topanga Canyon, right by Topanga Canyon into an apartment. But I had to prepare. I had to get, you know... So I did that and got an apartment. And then in the middle of the day, because he was stalking me, in the middle of the day, just get everything and go. And that's what I did. Yeah. And um, I lived, I worked at a doctor's office, which was just down the hill, actually, from where we lived. And um, if you want to talk about Tom. Tom of course. We have Tom, to bring up okay, Tom. Okay, Tom was the last guy.
0: That's her husband now. Okay. My husband now. All right, so, last
1: guy, the third husband.
0: So you get a job in a lab.
2: <laughs> no, he he was the lab. He Okay. He was the lab guy who would come to the doctor's office to pick up blood and crap. Specimens. All right. Specimens. Okay.
0: So you're working at this doctor's office, and he's the lab guy to come once a week or once every other week. He
2: came once a day. This Gabe
1: Kaplan-looking dude with a Jufro and a mustache. But here's the thing.
2: I had back surgery, which was very interesting because this guy was a bodybuilder, right?
1: Phil, not Tom. Phil. Exactly. Oh, we called him by his name. Beep, beep. No, we can reset. Okay. The guy we were talking about... The the second husband, not Tom. So go ahead.
2: So he, yeah, he was a bodybuilder, and one day he was lifting weights, couldn't do it, fell onto his throat, and it was starting to crush his trachea. I ran out, grabbed God, 200 pounds, and lifted these weights off of him, herniating a disc in my back. Wow. So actually, I was in the hospital. I finally had to have surgery. Long story short, back at the doctor's office. The receptionist says, "Oh, you gotta—we got a new lab guy. You should see him; he's really cute, whatever." So anyway, I'm in the doctor's office. I happen to drop some files, and I'm bending over. Now I've just recovered from back surgery. And in walks the lab guy, Tom. And he looks down between my legs and goes, "Hello there." And I go, "Can you help me help? <laughs> <laughs> grab those files?" He goes, oh, "Sure." And then it was like love at first sight. Kind of, you know. But you know, I was for him it was. For me, it was like uh, whatever. So I was just, you know. Anyway, it's, every, it's still that way to this day. Yeah, every, <laughs> yeah, every day he would yeah, come whatever. in. And went, so he'd we, pick up the blood samples I took and what, you know, all this stuff. One day when Phil had hit me in the eye, I had a cut on my eye and I had sunglasses. And he came in and, I, and he goes, Why do you have sunglasses on? I go, Oh, my, I was up all night. He goes, Really? So he takes my glasses off and goes, Now tell me what really happened. Of course, I built you know broke down crying and oh, my husband beat me and whatever. So, um, he says, well, I'll be back at 5, and we're going to cross the street, and we're going to have a burger and a beer. Was, it, I,
1: was it at Monty's?
2: It was across – I don't know. Topeka Canyon Ventura?
1: There was a Monty's That's there.
2: probably where it was.
1: Right by the – you had a you had a KFC right next to the office. Exactly. And then you had okay, a Monty's I across the street.
2: Yeah. See, I'm old, so my brain's starting to go. <laughs> anyway, so, the, so we went across the street. And, Unless it was and,
1: Three Brothers Barbecue, which was just up uh, north a few blocks.
2: I think it was Monty's. <laughs> uh, no, it was across the street. That's awesome. So anyway, so – that was it so now now the, she's in love with a nice well i was boy. no i wasn't in love yet it was just i was <laughs> trying to get out of a you know this situation yeah you're still technically married i'm technically married and he is stalking me i mean i literally one night he was going around the doctor's office when when uh, tom had dropped me off and i was hiding behind the trash bins because i saw the car coming anyway that went on for a while And then we moved into our apartment and then yeah and then tom and i started seeing each other and and uh he's a martial artist and he actually worked down at the mart and knew knew this guy actually saw him in the bathroom one day now he's like six foot five and tom's like five foot eight and he looked at this guy and said you ever come close to carol i will personally kill you and he was just shaking his boots this guy i mean you know so anyway that was it. And we fell in love and he loved Jeff and just adored him. And yeah. I was
1: horrible to him. Were oh, you yeah.
2: really? Oh yeah.
0: Because now he's, here's now like the second here's, guy here's who's trying to be the your father. second
2: piece
1: of shit. You know, right. After all that I had gone through, who's right. this piece of shit? Right. This little monkey with an afro. And
0: you gave him no chance whatsoever.
1: No, I was horrible to him. I'm like, you're not my dad. You're this and that. I remember one night we lived again in like one of the shittiest apartments you could imagine. And, um, it's like a Monday night, right? And I'm in my bedroom, and Mom and Tom—well, at the time, yeah, Mom and Tom—they've th- always been Mom and Tom, you know. Mom has a terry, cl- a burnt orange terry cloth dress on, and they're lying on the floor in the living room watching "That's Incredible" with John Davidson, Fran, t- Fran Tarkadin, and Kathy Lee. I don't Lee remember Rossi. that. Please. And I see Tom lift up Mom's terry cloth skirt and start to put his hand in oh, her undies, that and I start screaming. Aah! You because know, it was just traumatic. Like yeah. all of a sudden, this guy—I'm not prepared for him. That,
0: that will fuck you up.
1: And he's trying to be so nice to me, mm-hmm. and he's driving me around in a shitty little gray Subaru, and he's playing you me. he shouldn't um, be
2: picking around the corner at he, stuff like he's that. He's
1: playing me Moribund, <laughs> the Burgermeister from Peter's first album, uh, Peter Gabriel's first record, the Blue Record with the windshield and and the rain on the windshield. Caught the chaos in the <laughs> Mocking Square. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why. And I'm like wow, this is so cool, but I don't want to tell him it's cool, even though I think it's cool. And he's got a little koala bear clip-on stuffed animal on his visor. I'm like, I actually really like this guy, but I hate him because he's stealing my mom away from me. So, you know, I've got fucking mommy issues. Yeah. Fair to say? I think you still do. Thank you. <laughs> no, you don't. Working it out on the air. I... No, but uh, so, yeah. So, so Tom is now in. Yeah. And then he moved in. Yeah. Oh, boy. And you just still didn't give him a shot. No, no, it it took a really long time. It really wasn't until Ashley was born. Like, you guys got married. Okay. Oh, but hold on. So they do get married, but all of a sudden, we are in this gigantic 400-plus Jewish family. Stop right there. Everyone is spitting going on everyone's face.
0: But can I also just give Tom some credit? Because I have history with Tom. I've known Tom for a very long time. As much shit as you're giving him, he could have got defensive and said "fuck you" and oh, absolutely, but he didn't. No. He didn't. He nope. kept saying he let you be angry. He let you, do, you go through your process. Oh my process, god, he was yeah, he amazing. And he was he there did. for you all the time. I he, got up he, in his face,
2: and, and he, I'm like,
1: "fuck you, fuck you." I'm in his face like an he's a he's a third degree black belt and in the did, martial arts. He just arts let him. he's, a, he,
2: he, he's a, actually a master black belt. And, and he
1: and he backed off, and he just he ate it. He ate shit from me. Yeah, he did. And now we're. I mean, can me, we just I, say good me. for Tom? Oh yeah, good for Tom. Round of applause for Tom. <laughs> oh, I'm closer to him than I am to my own mother. <laughs> but, here,
2: but here, but here's the funny part about that. Here's Thomas, ten years younger than I. I know very Cosmo in me. Wow. Ooh. I know.
0: So back before even the word cougar was invented, yeah, you were. I a was cougar, the original. With capital the C. original.
2: Hey, I'm going to take credit Carol for that. Cougar. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Carol
0: Cougar. C- Carol Cougar. Ooh. A little outdated,
1: but okay. Okay.
2: So, um,
0: it is better than Carol Cock. I know, so <laughs> that, you, know, you could be Carol Cougar. That's I like true. That. Yeah. Okay.
2: But coming into this family and starting to meet the family, you have to understand, here's this young 20-year-old Jewish boy with Jewish family, very you know, all the holidays, pretty conservative, but cool, I think. And here's this woman who is, number one, 10 years older, in the middle of a divorce, not Jewish, with a nine-year-old kid not so cool so
0: they loved you
2: i didn't think so but (laughs) let me tell you here was my saving grace i was an rn because i was an rn how bad could i be really but no they all took me in with loving arms and we're like jewish through osmosis i guess it is yeah and, um, so you're yeah. an honorary Jew, and we're honorary. Okay. exactly.
1: All right, that's I good. Say, I always say sub Jew for myself. Uh, sub Jew, but, yeah. yeah. but
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, because that sound, it could be taken different ways. But Sub-Jew. yeah,
1: I'm like I'm like, ew. I'm into Jewish people. Who are these people? Like I, you know, and then I, I understood that it's a whole culture and it's a whole thing and it's like this. family. And you
2: really got into it. You love the family. It was loved, the family stuff. I, I mean, never had
1: family like this. And he right. need,
2: he needed it, and yeah. they just embraced him. They got him. Which was really amazing. And they, they were entertained anyone. by you. For yeah. anybody to get my son is like, to me, awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean?
2: <laughs> if they can get Jeff right off the bat, they are awesome well, people.
1: Still don't know what that means. All right. Yes, so they took do. in. I don't. Yeah. I don't really know what you're talking about there. But they weren't critical of you. Okay. They took you because for what? who I you was... were Because what does that mean? Who was I?
2: Because you were this certifiable.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Crazy kid.
1: Crazy? Me? Most normal of all of you. Exactly. Probably. <laughs> I don't think so.
2: But anyway, accepted him for whatever. For being
0: incredibly weird and a freak. Exactly. Yeah.
2: That was okay. Yeah.
0: But in a family, uh, most families are filled with weirdos and freaks. So the weirdos and freaks of well, the family. Well, didn't they were, but I guess. Well, the, the weirdos <laughs> and freaks are going to latch on to him to go, Oh, okay, you're one of us.
2: Exactly. Yeah, We I, accept
1: I, I... him. One of us. Google, Google, Google gobble. Dun,
2: dun, dun, Google dun. gobble. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that was that. Freaks, Todd Browning, Nineteen. And so
2: we've been together, God, I don't even know how long. You and Tom. 35. 40. And, and, then, 35 and then years. something
1: crazy happened. After, you know, 15 years of just having it be mom and me, and then it was mom, me, and Tom, suddenly there was someone else in the family.
2: Well, that was weird because I wasn't supposed to have any more kids. Long story, don't need to know it. All of a sudden, Jeff's almost 16, and I get pregnant. With Tom. And because, you know, he's 10 years younger and, you know, he kind of like
0: a kid of his own. Well, it's it's Kung Fu sperm. (laughs) It is going to impregnate
2: the uh, unimpregnable. But it was Kung
1: Fu coming, coming inside my mom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, got pregnant and we had a girl, Ashley, and Jeff absolutely adored her.
1: Yeah, I was like, I am going to hate this thing. Mm-hmm. I just want to take a knife and start stabbing my mom's pregnant belly. No, I never did.
0: Cutest but, thing you've ever seen.
1: Oh, my God. She, she <laughs> instantly melted my heart.
2: He did. He would feed her and change her diapers and bathe her. Oh, and that he always called her a chick booms. magnet so he could take her out in the stroller yeah. and women were like, come yeah. over and go, like, hey. Yeah. You know, so you were using people person? again back then. No. Yeah. <laughs> he exactly this is my was. my baby sister. Yeah. yeah. That was laid. his in.
1: Yeah, it helped. It really did help. Yeah, I got pick her pick her up from daycare. I, I mean, want to babysit
2: your sister. Yeah, huh? that's okay. genius. And I, I girls did. Like girls came to the house wow. to babysit.
1: I
0: I never that never occurred to me. I should have had a small child. It. There when you I was go. Growing yeah. Up. yeah, any worked. child. I
2: should have just worked. been
1: roaming the streets. It's with. not too late to get a dog. Same story.
2: Uh, now she's thirty years old and has her own baby. Yeah, which Jeff would tell you about, I guess. And they're as close as ever. Well, now that's I'm great. Max. Yeah, now I'm Max. Yeah.
1: Now we're yeah. done with Jeff. Yeah. No, Sorry, that's fine. but
2: that's Mom. Of course.
1: But the, the great thing is, um, you know, Mom and I, I mean, we, we live in separate states. And for the longest time, I was like, God, I, I don't have any relationship with my mother. But it wasn't until the kid was born that I think it's like I let all of that go. Okay. All those issues, all that neediness, all that this, all that that. Because I saw that finally Mom had something that made her just as happy as uh, when Ashley was born. Because your grandson, Payson, it's like a rebirth for you. So what you're saying is basically
0: Ashley has created this family and yeah. given them yeah. a, a new lease on life reason to live. All and of And you've the great given things. them absolutely nothing.
2: nothing. <laughs> you're so full of shit. I've
0: given them nothing. But let me ask you something. We've, we, we have this whole <laughs> process now. We're at this point where you know, we're current with the grandkids. Now that you see Max... Voiceover actor, on-screen actor, um, has other podcasts, has a ton of wonderful videos on YouTube that people can go check out. Um, you're
2: proud of him. Every person I talk to, for instance, coming out here on the plane, the people sitting next to me both have his website. I mean, every person I talk to, which I website tell. is that? Uh, just just to go on YouTube and see who you oh, are, just to give you your name and and know who you are.
1: That's cool. Thanks, mom. Oh,
2: blah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm saying nice things you to you. need therapy
2: three times a week, I think, now.
1: But no, I think, I, I, I'm
0: sensing a little bit of healing right now. Yeah, I think mean, this uh, is you know, great. Yeah. You know, I hope people yeah. listening will, will, will get the vibe of, uh, of what's happening. But every family is the same it's wonderful and it's full of shit and you love them, and you can't shoot them. And, that, and that's normally... You can't shoot them? You can't shoot them.
1: <laughs> you want to... You can't hit them over the head with a no, shovel really and bury can. them in
0: the desert? No, no. When you they do really, their medication? You can, but you shouldn't. Right. And I, I just want to say I don't I don't recommend any of that. So,
1: <laughs>
0: But it's a normal family. It's just that you've had your process, you know, the Carol Cook way, and came all the way to this point, and every family has their own little bubble and all, you know, little... Layers of shit, if you will, <laughs> but it's amazing that both of you are still here to even have a podcast together. Because oh, you guys absolutely. could have hated each other, you absolutely. could have disowned each other, you could have said, no, Max, never. you're never. fired."
2: You're never. Right? You could have told me yeah. I was
0: fired, Carol Cougar, fired. you're fired. But you didn't. But where? But today
1: we're all good. So oh, is, today no, we're. No, you all tell good. me. Are we all good?
0: Yeah, oh, that, yeah, was, that okay. was years ago. Okay. I mean, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: So we now. No, no. I, I'm in a. I'm. I feel I'm on an upswing right now.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You always were, but you didn't realize it. No, I have a, I have ups. Everybody has ups and downs, Jeff. Every Max, everybody has ups and downs. That's the way life is. No,
1: not this guy. Not Lorenzo. He doesn't. It's it's all just up for him.
2: I doubt it. What do I have to do first? (laughs) Okay. Looking forward to the month of October. Well,
1: the first thing I am Mm doing is I'm going to swim with whale sharks, and then we get back. Oh, I always and we're back for three days. So I'll probably be on my reformer for three days (laughs) that I just bought on Craigslist, and then unfortunately we have to go to Hawaii because my wife has to see her mother so i'm going to be there for 8 weeks but it's going to be fine because i'm going to be scuba diving and i mean it is just it's n- there's never suffering trust with me this
2: guy. there's down moments with him can i hang with that guy that guy sounds awesome
1: <laughs> I, I want to meet actually, that guy actually i just got a new iphone i want iPhone. Him to be my friend yeah me too
0: that guy sounds amazing sounds great.
1: look at him it's midday he's got Flip-flops on a Pink Floyd shirt. No, just hanging in my studio. Well,
0: with the West whole Deli. point of
2: a
1: podcast. I could be,
0: we, could, we could be naked. Hey, that's I am it. not wearing Ellen underwear, I'll tell you that.
2: That's right. Only but one you, of us is doing okay, that. Okay, that's it. I'm sending you a pair. You what is it know. about
1: okay. Ellen that you love so much? Yeah, and about her she, underwear. Pff, She's el- very charming, I'll give you that. But it's you're, true. like, obsessed I, with her. You
2: love Ellen. Okay, What's that ask about? the world. Why do you think that you can't get tickets? Hello. Because
0: she
1: gives underwear away.
2: Well, actually, she does. But has she? Re-
1: I know why. Because she a bunch g- of frumps are sitting around, bored with their lives at home. She has replaced Oprah as their messiah. Oprah
2: was depressing. Ellen
1: is their messiah. Ellen is your messiah.
2: I loved Oprah at the beginning, but she is controversial. She does all the depressing stuff. Ellen does. I like that. Nothing. We'll see. She's
1: all happy times.
2: Happy times. Okay, so she's your messiah. It's fair
1: to say you would follow her to the end of the world until she's crucified. That's what I'm saying.
2: What I'm saying is (laughs) she's a good person, and she she gives a lot... I'm not
1: saying she's not a good person.
2: ...be kind to one another. So you turn it on, and it's it's this
1: positive, happy bubble that you can be in for about an Exactly, in the middle of the day. Right. Which distracts you from your pain and misery of living with Tom. No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. First of all, I DVR it, because I can't stop in the middle of the day. That's annoying. So... But, you know, at the end of the day, I like to see who's on there. She dances every day. Twitches her. Twitches her? What? Well, he was on So You Think You Can Dance. He's a really great dancer, which So You Think You Can Dance is also my, I do not miss an episode, because I was a dancer. He is now her, he does his, he's a sidekick. Mom, we don't know what
1: you're talking about. Everybody else does just
2: because you don't.
1: A dancer from So You Think You Can Dance is is now now Ellen's sidekick. All right. You ready to wrap this up, pal?
2: Yeah, but okay. I want
1: you to finish
0: your thought. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We we will, we'll, we'll wrap it up in a nice bow in a second.
2: <laughs> no, so anyway, so yeah, she she's a positive influence on people every day. Let's just put it All that. Right, okay,
0: I like Ellen. I do. I'm just right. teasing. you. Do you feel positive wearing the underwear? I do. You do you feel like it makes you a better person?
2: No, I feel like it's really comfortable and it's okay. not going up my crack.
0: Okay. Well, that's good.
2: My crack. Right. right. And don't. They're like kind of like boy shorts. So. Oh, uh, okay. All right. I like him a lot better like than Like a tidy waddy for a female. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than Victoria's Secret. Let's oh, put it that oh, way.
1: Okay. Wow. All right. Thank you. Ellen, here's to your panties. Thank you.
2: Hey, That's woo! right. Yay. Ellen pants. I'm
0: cheering Ellen's underwear right now. Well,
2: and I'm sending you, you both out. a pair. Didn't Thank I you. send you a pair?
1: You no, Mom. Not. I don't know what I would do with those. Unless they were Ellen's actual panties, I would do something with them and... That could be another show. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. Why
0: don't you
1: do that, and we'll build a show around it. Okay. We'll actually interview the panties.
2: Can I be the host for that one? Absolutely. Okay.
1: Okay. If she could spend all day in them and like go to yoga class and then come home and then send them to me, that'd be great. Okay. I saw her interview Johnny Depp. I I know I like Ellen very much. Okay. And I'm glad she makes you happy. That's the main thing.
0: Ellen, as a person and her undergarments, make you happy. Yes. And that makes us happy.
2: And and I'm not shy to improve it. To say it. There you go. But anyway, the generous superstar. thirteen seasons. I've been trying to get tickets,
1: and you can't do it.
0: I,
2: every you, every week, you'll,
1: you'll go. and there will be no surprise, Mom. I got them because I've tried and
0: I can't. Yeah. Now that this is going to be out there, karmically, you will be getting some tickets. Yeah. You know, and I'm Ellen, if you're listening, please, <laughs> Ellen, please. send Ellen, us some ticket send tickets. Ellen, please me And a couple pairs
1: of underwear wouldn't be would Make her so happy. Look, look, Ellen, listen to what mom has been through in her life. Please, Ellen. She's a mom. She's a grandma. She needs you. Yes. <laughs> I she, wear a size Now she's small. a crazy recluse who makes arts and crafts in her house. She needs and goes your nuts. cone of silence of happiness. I dance
2: with every you day. Every day. Okay. Ellen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Carol, you are our first guest on this podcast. Me? Thank you so much. Carol Oh, Paysing. I feel very... So, I, I love you, Mommy. Daughter. I love you, baby.
1: I know I tease you, but... I, I love say. you, Lauren. I love you, too, Whoa. Carol. Thank Whoa. you.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening. hope that it was interesting. Max, thank <laughs> you so much. Don't hmm. see
1: Blair Witch. No. And I know the director of the original Blair Witch, and I'm ready to say Eduardo. His name is Eduardo Sanchez, and I love him. I interviewed him for another show I did. Uh, we're Facebook friends. I just want to talk to him and know... Uh, his thoughts because he was more of a executive producer consultant but can he really stand behind what
2: is out in theaters right now
1: and it only made nine million dollars over the weekend so people are pretty much over the Blair Witch.
2: Last thought big move in my life this week I'm going on Facebook Woo! please be my friend okay I'm done <laughs>
1: thank you Carol can't wait for her comments on my stuff <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. See you next time.